Hello, let's bring it on another episode of this show called Babbling Bangers, which I babble about some bangers. Let's bring the knowledge about music to your household. The stuff, let's bring the stuff up. Last time I spoke about Volcano Choir, I believe. No, it was Morrissey and Volcano Choir the last day that I recorded. Um, didn't listen to your arsenal again, I must confess. Don't have much interest in that album anymore. Although I might revisit it like Morrissey in a, in, a, in a deep sense sometime. I, I feel weirdly close and distant from this man's uh, career. I don't know, it's strange. Not even to the Smiths, I, I, I listen to very much anymore. Uh, the Queen is dead sometimes, in strange ways, here it comes sometimes. The the songs are always, you know, informing, especially if there are some, some phrases that I hear that are kind of, you know, reminds me of some, some lyrics and, and stuff. It's a it's an excellent band, but that that particular album is it's a kind of a low point. I think it's a low point in the high points of his career. And you know, uh, speaking of Volcano Choir, Choir, it's also a low point in a uh, in Boniver's career. I think his albums are better than this particular project but it's still a very good project i listened to it again because i've been re-listening to it quite a lot and it's it, well I, I i might take back what i just said it's it's an excellent album it's a great album it's a very uh it's a very dense and and interesting uh songwriting wise yeah that was just the the tiny observations that i had about it so let's just generate the album that we're going to speak about now and it's 162 again not that it matters to you let's see what it is 162 162 all right interesting i just saw i just glanced at one album title here and it happened to be the 2005 release of the band system of a down uh, it was the mesmerize album and now I just selected the Hypnotize album, which keeps in team with the albums that I don't like very much. <laughs> and uh, they are here anyway. And it, when I glance at Mesmerize, immediately I just thought, oh, you know, I'm going to speak about uh, what, would I, what would I say if I had to talk about that particular record, which I always think when looking at the list. And interesting that came uh, came to be the following release of this band, uh, a band that I'm pretty much a enormous fan of ever since I was a little child. Because by the year 2001, 2002, they were very, very popular. Nowadays, kids don't tend to recognize System of a Down anymore because of the lack of releases that they had over the last, you can say, almost two decades now that they don't release anything, only like solo efforts from the from the, from the the band members. 
uh, Serge Taken has a couple of albums. Um, Darren Malakian has Scars on Broadway or whatever that I never really pay attention to. Um, and we have the last album from this band, which was an album that I, probably the first album that I really anticipated the, the release of during that time. I was 14 at this particular year, 2005, and I remember being a, a really big fan of their first, I mean, all of their discography is quite, quite good. And I mean, Stella discography, if you think about metal bands, especially metal bands from the, the early 2000s and the tread the water of new metal and, and that sort of movement and things that were happening around that time, uh, System of a Down is probably the most solid one in terms of discography, in terms of uh, quality of songwriting. They, I think they are only second to Deftones in that sense. I think Deftones in, in, in hindsight is more, um, more consistent because they, they remain uh, making projects after that. They always release albums from, you know, every three years or something like that. Uh, you might have a gap or two bigger than that on the discography, but anyway, uh, I think that System of a Down and Deftones are the two quintessential bands of new metal. I think it's highly agreed on that that's the case. Hypnotized, though, it's the release from them that I least enjoy. Um, I, I do remember being mildly disappointed, even as a kid that didn't expect much from from bands I, w I was happy to to have a full length uh, full length album from from them after I mean mesmerize was released in a year before or maybe nine months before or something like that it was a very short period they did kind of record both of the albums at the same time I believe and uh, but question it's a great song um, Lonely Day, it's, it's, it's a good song there. I mean, it's all throughout the album. It has a very, very solid, uh, very solid um, collection of songs to pick from. Um, the trilogy, uh, not the trilogy, the, 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 the Mesmerize, Hypnotize um, project, which is kind of the same thing. I, I do remember... Uh, it, it being described as Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. They were kind of split apart uh, for commercial reasons, but they they work as a mesmerized and hypnotized. They work as a single album in a way, although they do have very established um, narratives in and of themselves. It's like that thing, like the, the, the first song is a bit slower. The last song is also a ballad of sorts. You know, and that's the case with 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 both albums. Um, I, a question is probably my favorite song of this particular album, and it, it, it might even be one of the, my favorite songs from them. Uh, if you compare any anything, even on the on the new metal realm, with Toxicity, which is a much stronger, stellar, perfect, uh, great 
great album. I mean, if you compare anything to the to that particular release, um, everything kind of pales in comparison, right? But um, hypnotize it's. I mean, it's it's main fault, I think, my opinion, and I, I remember thinking that as a kid as well, is the space that Darren gets as a, especially as a singer. I, I was never too fond, too fond. Of, I never liked his voice. I never really liked him as a singer. I think he distracts most of the songs that he's very prominent on, and. I remember feeling like that. I think his voice is very, very um, annoying. I think his voice is very annoying. Uh, and especially in comparison with the vocal range and vocal capacity of search taken, I think he's the guy that defines the, the band sound. You know, he's the thing that puts, puts the band on another level creatively right it's his the way that he leans into the song the way that he puts the flavors that he puts into the song which is so clear in toxicity and especially in the first album he's such a solid vocalist and such a fantastic personality when when singing that i mean he sets the the bar really really high and when you have a, a, a less less of a vocalist and less of a personality, kind of a whiny, very kind of nasally and annoying uh, sort of singing style, getting the limelight more and more, I feel like it takes space from what really works as a as a collective. I think that with the guitar, he's responsible for that sort of thing really sorry and really you know getting like the flavors that he puts into the guitar work it's it's really amazing he's an amazing composer and as a guitarist as well but when he tries to sing i i've heard like other people that are friends a particular friend of mine we had a discussion once and he he came from a totally different place right? i really liked uh he, he really thought the band as being like a dual dual vocalist sort of thing which i mean whatever they do right it works it works it it didn't work for me necessarily because i think he took he took a lot of the place that should have been that should have been like for for, for search to, to to shine more because i believe that he's the true the true heart of the of the of the band uh a clearly very well produced clearly clearly well uh thought out album um it had like a, it, it's it's kind of a sour feeling that i have as well because it was the last release I, I would be very interesting it would be very interesting to see where they would come uh where they would go next right it would be a very interesting thing to see if they had uh, released material after that, which they did to the minimal extent possible, like two songs, two years from two years from uh, two years ago. But yeah, it's it's nothing much to be said about this particular one. I don't 
I don't I regret having put in that here because it's really not it's an, an, an iconic album in my life I, I remember buying it I remember like really expecting uh, its release and for each like single that it got released which I think is like question is one but there's another one over there it's not uh, it, it might have been attack oh no it's lost in Hollywood no, Lonely Day, Lost in Hollywood is for Mesmerize. It's Lonely Day and Question, at least, the two main singles from it, right? And I remember seeing the clip. The clip is great. The, the music video is, is great. And and it has it's very well produced. It's kind of like a gothic, um, kind of a Guillermo del Toro sort of sort of approach to it. And it's very bloody. And it's, it's they, they really play into the character of the of of the song the highs and lows and and it, it was it, it was a very interesting uh, system of them always had they always like to play with the humor and with the seriousness uh toxicity is a very very political record and mesmerized and hypnotized are more kind of the the it plays more into a sort of folklore and and ethos that the band had i mean something about their culture something about armenian culture speaks to that to that idea i i i don't have the knowledge to go too deep into this but it seems like a very indigenous and 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 there is a native latency to the album uh like a, like a like a, a, a they always grounded their their personality into their Armenian culture and through the, the 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 like the way that they see society through that lens lens as well like the the middle eastern sort of thing so it's a very interesting band because of that as well and i think that they play this on on that they play on that on this album quite nicely i think it's a great great release uh, objectively there's nothing much uh to be pinpointed as flaws besides the the thing that takes me out of the of the of some songs is darren has clearly been like a weaker vocalist he i mean he, he takes the wind of the out of the sails out of some of their songs you know and yeah i, I enjoy search taken as as a as a more complete personality to the band which i think the moments that the band shines more i mean he's totally in control of of everything if you see like you, you don't need to even go that far like with bio b i don't think darren is very prominent in that i mean he doesn't probably doesn't have many oh no he does have the the the, the chorus right and the the it's party time and you don't give a he, he does sing that section and it can work well maybe that's a flawed opinion of mine that, that could be the case but yeah as a fan i can like the first album and the second album are truly just great pieces of art great pieces of alternative metal and and, and new metal you can put toxicity in any list of the best of the 2000s and especially best of new metal for sure toxicity is just a a legendary album but i'm not speaking about that album now uh hypnotizes it's a middle it's 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 a six it's a six and a half tops you know for me 
in terms of um, in terms of their discography. I think it's a, it's a it's a low point. But uh, I mean, speaking of low points, it's it's better than most. <laughs> it's way better than most in terms of personality, in terms of quality of composition, in terms of production. Rick Rubin produced. I think he produced most of their albums, if not all of their albums. So the, his ability of just conjuring the best in a band also shows up here. Um, like his managerial style as a producer of letting things like get as authentic as possible. I believe I, I, uh, I've, I've talked about Rick Rubin before in, in, in an album that he produced. I think the, the first one actually, right, I, I spoke about. Because uh, the Demar's Lota debut, the last Comitorian, it's it's produced by Rick Rubin as well, kind of the same period. So he has a really really good hand in producing like like a lot of genre stuff, a lot of like genre specific albums like hip hop or metal. I mean, produce a bunch of Slayer albums, produce all all of the all of the material from System of Now produce like Beastie Boys and Johnny Cash which is pretty much more not that genre specific but it sits within country and Americana and folk music right especially the choices of of doing covers which I don't think it was his choice I think that was Johnny Cash's voice uh choice but I mean he makes he, he makes that work right Nine Inch Nails I believe some materials produced by him as well uh, I think he had something to do with Hurt at least as a track and i'm not sure if the whole downward spiral was produced by him i could be could be wrong about that but he had some involvement with trench Reznor at that time so he he has a very good hand and i mean not to mention strokes right the last strokes album which is a very much like pop rock garage indie rock sort of thing which is genre specific in its own way even though it's 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 a broader it's a broader genre than new metal or or hip hop or you know but yeah very very interesting producer in that sense the way that he can conjure that the he can act as a funnel for for that very specific personality that he can see in a band and he can f make make that flourish as a project and you know who knows what goes into the sections that of of recording sections and sessions yeah sessions probably better and how he can manage to to produce those those results and it clearly shows here because it's in comparison with anything else metal wise you you can discount really fresh bands from that time like Mastodon, which arrived in two thousand five, and it's a really uh, interesting uh, doom sludge metal band. They, they 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 arrived at the scene with an already very very established uh, voice, but from a veteran band up until that point, if you compare with anything that metal was producing up in, up until then, it really stands out. Even the the lower point in their discography um check this album out if you're not i mean only check this album out if you like toxicity i think that's the first thing that you have to listen to when listen to system of a down that's the the most meat you're gonna have 
in terms of composition, in terms of quality of production, in terms of like a really raw and honest and the political subjects and all that. I mean, take that as one. It doesn't matter. But it's a subject for the, for the songs, but they do have that sort of connection to their background, to their nature, to their visions of society. It's uh, it's it's done with a lot of personality. It's done with a lot of possess, you know, and and they're truly like masters at what they did, and it's overall a very wholesome. Uh, this particular album has their those slower, more wholesome moments, more sensitive moments that they they worked on the on the on the compositions. So it's it's very good. It's very good. It's uh it's clearly an album that I that I that I had to to revisit because I don't remember listening to it very much ever since 2005 2006. Uh, it's probably telling that i just remember uh question as a song which i think attack is another song which i remember really liking it uh both of those records mesmerize and hypnotize they do blend blend together quite quite a lot in my head i remember being way more fond of mesmerize as an album i do remember like grinding that album to the ground um, to the you know to the amount of times that I listened to it. it, it was one of the first albums that I that I ever bought as well, um, and it's crazy how intense it is. I think Toxicity and Mesmerize are both my favorites, and of course the first one, the self-titled one, and it's still this album and Hypnotize they stay like in a lower shelf naturally. I think. As they say, with the with the when making tire tires and and all that stuff, like the S, Tia, Tia, making Tia, sorry, pronunciations, making Tias, like S Tia is Talk to City in System of a Down, the self-title, A Tia, mesmerize, mesmerize only, and C Tia is hypnotize and steal this album which are both uh second second releases to a to a a, a main project still this album was like a b-side collection if anything released as an album as a a, a full-length album of course but it's it comes from that from those sections of recording from those days of recording those days of composing those six, 16 tracks and mesmerize and hypnotize, although treated with the same weight and same importance, I do think that mesmerize is the one that I that I tend to I tend to gravitate most towards, and I remember doing that as a kid as well. And yeah, I think that's pretty much all I can say. Rick Rubin as a very strong producer. Uh, they wear their their background and their influences on their sleeve. They really show that as a, a as a collective of people from Armenia, uh, from an Ar Armenian background. And the only downside to this particular album is Darren being as prominent as he is, 
which it, I think is to the detriment of the of the album. But interesting, I will I will check that one out again, and and yeah, probably probably come back to it and 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 see how and and tell you how did that go, you know? Because it's it's a good album, it's a good album, but only in comparison with the market at that time. If you look at releases of 2005 metal, metal didn't have much of a place to be. Up until that point, it, it was like in the in the tail end of of new metal, and a, a new sort of new sort of like prog metal, sludge metal was happening. Also, you had Queen of the Stone Age as reaching a a a point of their career that they didn't know much what to do anymore with that sound that they were doing with songs for the deaf, you know, and Raider R, which are the big points of uh, of their career. Corn was already tired up, uh, 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 up until that point, and I mean Linkin Park also had their heyday already. Limp Bizkit, you know, also not very. Uh, Deftones was hanging strong. Deftones uh, in 2005 they have uh, Saturday Night Wrist, which is a great album. It's a very great experimental, but they kept it fresh, right? That's the difference. That's the difference with most other new metal bands. They kind of they kind of stick to the to the things that made the new metal as popular as it did uh system of a down did that to, to to some extent although they as as songwriters they kept it relatively fresh i think because they had so much wood to burn you know they had so much fuel to 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 destroy, they, they did destroy within those six years that they had the band fully going. Uh, they had a lot of material as 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 a band, and then just they just stopped. And Deftones is kind of a different animal in that sense, because they never had that period on their career. It it, it it's kind of a up, upwards trajectory all throughout Deftones' discography. Uh, of course, with White Pony being a highlight with um, with Saturday Night Wrist being a highlight, and more recently they had, they have a very good album from 2019 or 2020, which is Oms, uh, which is very good. It's very impressive for a band of their size and their history to be popping up. Uh, great records all throughout the decade. So they are kind of like a different animal in that sense because they never really lost theme i wonder if they eventually if they had released something in 2008 and then system of a down with me uh in 2011 if they had released like in a in a regular pace i wonder what they would become if darren would be like if, if it's if it would be it would be like a de a band from him or you know i think that their discography this their solo discography is nothing to be uh, nothing noteworthy, honestly. But anyway, it's a good album. It's it pays in comparison with other stuff. But still, if you like new metal, if you like metal in general, I think it's a good addition to the repertoire that you might come around. There are a lot of stuff that comes before that that you can listen to, especially newer stuff. But yeah, really good, really energetic really intense kind of songwriting and with the more melodic with the more uh 
with some slower tracks there it kind of you know even within the songs the question has some sections that are a lot a lot slower than usual um for them so which other albums don't have much toxicity has only like aerials as a as, as a more slow song and it, it does cry it, it does crash when he when he has to it's a more of an epic is more epic than than slow you have like lost in hollywood and that sort of idea and and lonely day as being like the the more darren oriented material i i believe surge is more like the the guy that thinks of the of, of metal as a vessel for his songwriting and then he 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 keeps the dynamic within the the riches of metal uh darren not only is a weaker weaker personality and vocalist like in in terms of the tone of his voice and vocal ability in, in general but he steers more to the pink floydian sort of pink floydian led zeppelin sort of uh sort of style which plenty of like led zeppelin did that and pink floyd did that they did managed to get the heavy and the soft like even black Sabbath did that a bunch you know i was listening to sabotage the other day and he has some very slow and and and, and, and moving ballads on that album it's a it's a fucking metal it's a fucking metal record and, it, and they put that there it's not it's not either or you know it's not it's not they're not mostly extinct it's extinct it's, it's, it's i don't know they don't cancel each other that's what i mean uh having slower moments in a in a metal album you 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 can have that but um, i don't know it seems like the slower side has less talent putting to it because you can see that most of those songs the darren's more prominent on those songs than surge surge likes the heaviness i think right even uh, as as i was saying even in arios which is clearly as lower song in toxicity he, ha he has the heavier moments you know and he, and he and he leans more into the epic other than the melodic and the dramatic melancholic side of things anyway i think that's plenty not in my best mood today which you might have noticed not very not, not a very good time for me now but it's it is what it is i'm also it's 9 30 now so i had the whole day to think about and uh you know I, it's yeah it is what it is okay thanks a lot anyway and uh you're here for the bad moments as well okay bye